Mabuhay, kapatids! My name is Stephanie. And my name is Aimee. And welcome to the Babaylan Bruja Book Club podcast. We have come together in efforts to decolonize our minds, our bodies, and reconnect with spirit by ways of relation via conversation of education, interpretation, and integration. So this is our invitation for you to join us on our journey as we discuss works from honored artists, authors, and thought leaders from the Philippinex diaspora. Quick disclaimer, we want to acknowledge that everyone is consciously where they need to be. And we are not experts, but we are sharing our own unique lived experiences. All right. Hello, broadcasting not live because this is pre-recorded from my Gro- house. <laughs> Grove City. Grove, Grove City. Ohio. Yes. And yeah, this is our last chapter. Chapter 14. We made it. We made it, baby. Yeah. We read. We read. I wish there was a professor. I'd be like, I read the entire. Oh, I read the entire book. I don't know if y'all read the entire book, but that's okay. It's totally if you fine. didn't read the entire book. But if you followed along thus far. We thank you. We thank you. You know what? We we're Sing like all the love. It, if we ever do merch. Wink. <laughs> we'll send you a free bookmark. Yeah, make sure to message us. Yeah, if you've made it this far, and you're still listening, literally, literally, li- like actually, go DM us to your DMs. We'll send you a free bookmark whenever that happens. If you can't see the YouTubes, YouTubes, we're winking. So winking. That's that awkward pause. Okay. Speaking of pauses, before we begin, as you know, we always take a moment to ground, taking a moment to breathe, and be present in your body in this here now moment. We always acknowledge the ancestors of the lands we are occupying, knowing that we cannot do our own remembrance work without remembering them. For Aimee and I, they are the Bay Miwok Yokuts, Shawnee, Miami, Hopewell, and Adena people in California and Ohio. We also acknowledge and welcome our benevolent ancestors, guides of all the seen and unseen, Mathala, God, Source, High Power, into this gathering today. And lastly, we acknowledge and thank you, Kapwa, for your presence. Right now, you are exactly where you need to be, no matter wherever and whenever you're tuning in. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. All right. All right. Grounded. Now that we're grounded. We're grounded. We literally are on the ground. On the floor. You see the chair and the piano. Yeah. This is my house, y'all. Ain't it cute? Look at that. Ain't it cute? Just like her. Aw, thanks. <laughs> okay, so we're we're doing a new thing. We're doing a new thing. Guys, are you excited? So I'm going to need my... You can time it? I'm going to time it. All right. You want to tell the people what we're doing? 
Uh, we are going to do a 90-second uh, decolonizing heart check-in, y'alls. So, just going to go off like whatever's on your heart, what you decolonizing in this moment. Yes. Um, and uh, am I starting? You starting? Oh, I don't know. Should you do rock, paper, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. Wait, do, do you... Sh We'll go on shoot. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, okay ready? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, we did the same scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> no. Stop okay. being a bruja and reading oh my, my mind. God. Okay, stop with the, the synchronicity. Just for this time. Okay. okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> four in a row. Four for four. The ancestors are here. We, we okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Because we're brujas, the, we just know. The internet's is tired of us. Okay, last okay, one. Okay, one, one more. If it's damn it. Okay. 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 Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Yo, I'm done with her. I'm done with her. I'm done well, with her. What I do? <laughs> okay. Um. I can go. All right. First. I, I, yeah, Atis should go first. <laughs> so, at, while Steph has been visiting me, um, with, uh, timer, what? Timer. One of, oh, okay. Okay. Am ready? I decolonizing? Yes. Is is? Can I tell the story? Oh, before we do it. Yeah. Okay. 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 We told you it was new, so hey. <laughs> okay, just real quick. So, one of our friends, V. Shout out, V. Hey, she girl. calls us what the twin at, twins? at well with V at well with V, she calls us what twin stars twin stars like you know the Sanrio twin stars, but um what's the pink hair, blue hair, pink and blue hair. I don't care, I don't care. Okay. One of them is technically a brother and one of them is a sister, uh, but well, you know, whatever. We're the exception. Okay, keep going. So anyway, we decided uh, we we recognized, um, observed that I'm probably Ate. And like, like in age-wise, I am literally Ate, but there have been a few times I've ate She ate me. Yeah, do you know when you've been ate <laughs> Do you know what that means? What does it mean? What does it feel like to be ate? You older sistered me. I did, but in a loving way. Oh, I'm a sister. very nice ate. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Decolonizing heart check. In five, four, three, two, one. It's ninety seconds. Um, let's see what I what I'm decolonizing. I okay. So we just started the segment, so I'm currently not decolonizing anything. <laughs> However, what I would like to decolonize, mm. yeah. So what I would like to decolonize is my. Um, and I think we talked about this, so I'm sorry if we're, I'm stealing yours, but like my, my beauty, mm -hmm. decolonized beauty standards. And so I feel like I've, over the years, I've been on that kind of journey anyways, like shedding uh, the European standard of beauty right. and accepting my brownness, et cetera, et cetera. But there are still some things that I do that I'm like, do I really like to do that, or is that 
was that standard of beauty given to me okay. by capitalism, which is colonization in itself, right? Mm. But also, like, some things, I, like, I love eyeliner. Do you know what I'm saying? And is that okay to love eyeliner? I think it is, but also, like, why do I feel like my eyes look better with eyeliner? Mm. They pop more. Because they popping right now. See? Your ate thinks you. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Yeah. And our ancestors didn't know. When was the mirror discovered? Okay, I'm done. Okay. That was that was my 90 seconds. Are you ready? Oh, what am I going to decolonize? Okay. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. I really am tempted to go into beauty. But, oh, but yeah, I mean, we can continue the conversation. Let's just do it. Yeah. I mean, damn. I was going to talk about food, but that's, we can do that another time. Yeah. Um, decolonizing beauty. Yeah. I just completed a photo shoot and I was tempted to get my makeup done, but I didn't because I was like, one, I could do it myself. Two, I don't really feel like finding an artist out here that late of a, like, you know, would have researched. You know, you go online and you look for people and they do like things like that. And I was like, is this this serious? Like, is this this serious? Like, who... Who am I trying to impress if I put, no offense to people who love makeup and that's your jam, great. But for me personally, I'm not comfortable with a lot of foundation and, and, <clears throat> and all that stuff. There's like a lot of layers that happen. So props to people who do their makeup. But for me, decolonizing makeup, because um, where I grew up, my mother wasn't really a makeup person. So my influence was simple stuff. So that's why I just get eyelashes. And lipstick that's my jam so it's essentially what happened and but I was just questioning myself like who why do I have to get my makeup done this is an extra mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. and I wasn't really <clears throat> thinking about it but yeah so that's what I've been calling decolonizing I'm also moving to when am I gonna take a break from these lashes because why do I need them because they make your eyes pop you don't need them but maybe you want them. Okay, and time, right. Okay. So we're doing this little segment to, one, make sure we don't go off on rabbit trails for half an hour in the beginning of our podcast because I know that y'all love us, but I'm not sure if you're that <laughs> invested into our, into our personal lives. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, plus, I, we thought it would be a good exercise to invite you guys to do to... Um, think about from the time that you're listening to this podcast till we drop the next one, what can I be decolonizing or what do I want to decolonize um, and just have that as an, a regular practice for yourself and that's what we're going to be doing as well. So like thinking along those lines um, every day, like what what is a possible, what would this look like decolonized or what steps am I practically taking to to decolonize food or time oh, or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the decoloni decolonization heart, heart check. Heart 90 check. second. Bum ching. Bing. Hey. Thanks for, yeah. Sis. Okay, we're complete. On that? Yes, I'm complete. Oh my god. And we are literally complete on this book. It's chapter 14. I know. Yeah. Mama, we made it. It's the last. Started from the bottom. Now we're at the end. And now we here. Here. Of the book. Of the book. 
chapter 14 so giving y'all the brown girl cliff notes version um we basically chapter 14 14 witnessed the conversational interview between chato basa founder of vabailan a philippine women's network in europe with girly villariba partner of ed de la torre author of touching ground taking root it was definitely a part of a revolution um and Gurley is her, uh, Chato's friend and activist. Their network together during a time where Filipino rights were non-existent and protection and resources were not accessible, gave rise to brown feminism in Europe, where through collaboration with Genevieve Vaughn, uh, Global Fund for Women, that's an organization uh, I guess Genevieve is part of, helped create support for victims in sex of sexual exploitation and various forms of discrimination in Europe. Ate Chato's life story tells us how the eldest daughter from a poor and patriarchal family in Mindoro, Philippines, followed the breadcrumbs of life, making her way through agricultural jobs to clerical to government positions that took her through Italy and exceeded her own expectations, landing in work such as attending the United Nations conferences on human rights and women's rights. <clears throat> so essentially, her lifelong successes and achievements are indications that connections are essential. Yeah. And it truly does take a village to bring out um, sustainable, impactful change. Yes. I thought her, her story was interesting as well. I noted that, um, snap, I don't remember what page it is, but it allude, she alluded to the fact that she was undocumented when oh. she first came to Italy. Mm -hmm. And then um, the people she was staying with, I think it was girly, was it? I don't Maybe. remember, but... Um, it's in the book. Yes, it's in the chapter. I'm sure you guys have read it. Basically, she may have migrated. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to bit boy out there. Yeah. But I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah, she her visa wasn't valid. Yeah. They weren't taking it or something. So Especially because in America, um, white supremacy looks at undocumented, undocumented in, immigrants as lower, as not intelligent, as... You know, just a burden. But then she went ahead and she was very intelligent, obviously. She was able to do all these things and accomplish all these things. So it just, um, for me, I, I I just like that note about her life. So Yeah, and it, it <clears> kind of <throat> does flow into the vocab words, sis, if you don't mind me. Yeah. Cutting you off a little Let's bit. Let's flow into how she was becoming a TNT, a Tago Nang Tago. Tago yes. Nang Tago. Um, hiding, hiding, basically. Hiding, hiding. Hiding, hiding. You know, Filipinos hiding, and their syllables. Hiding. And her, their double. Hiding, syllables. hiding. Hiding, hiding. So, yeah, page 295 is where TNT appears. And um, she says, There was no visa for Italy. I knew its consequence. I was bound to become a TNT, an undocumented migrant worker she was with a group of 22 filipino women and men all going to italy to work with documents <clears> and <throat> domestic helpers mm. so yeah she kind of want to speak into how you know work was needed and she had to do what she had to do she had to hide and uh this this is, picks up on what we had spoken about a few episodes back about filipino women and how they what they do what they gotta do. What needs to be done. Survive. Yeah. So, um, have you ever heard 
your parents say TNT? I haven't. You have. I have, which now I I realize that means my mom has known some undocumented folks. And I didn't know that because she would be talking to her friends and she'd be like, yeah, manga TNT. Oh, manga, manga. Yeah, like talking about some of the older, t- their TNT. So yes. now I understand what that means. I didn't know mm-hmm. until until now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, that's, that's... Oh, I do remember... Sorry. No, I no. do remember one TNT, but I didn't really know that that was the term for one of my aunties. Um, not blood... You know, your, your titas, one of your titas. Not necessarily blood related, we'll but she was a, yeah. But she was in she was in Cali, mm. and she was um, a helper, a domestic helper, like a nanny. Mm-hmm. And her visa ran out, but she the, she didn't have money to go back home to renew it, and her employer wouldn't give her money to do that. So therefore, she had to hide, and because she was undocumented. I'll throw this twist in there. Which is crazy. Um, I have an uncle who is part of, I wouldn't say ICE, I mean, not an ICE team, but he does find the TNTs and he's Filipino. Mm. So he's in the Navy. Interesting. And I wonder how he feels about that. If he feels conflicted or. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not naming names, but I mean. No, of course. You people, 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 people in general, um, you know, wield power how they feel fit to help their their um, camaraderie, you know, peoples. Uh, we witness it all the time, especially with the injustices of people who get killed and then people of color, black mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. particularly black men and women, and they don't get justice. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. things that happen within the... Things that just happen, right? The, how the, the law doesn't work for them. So I'd say that all to say having an uncle who was, you know, in that, um, you know, he did the best he could to support Filipinos, Filipinos in America who were here undocumented and, hmm. you know, he did, he did the best he could. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So. <clears throat> it is a conversation for sure. Yeah. So TNT, Tago Tago. Tago Hide. That's, and that says a lot. Says a lot in itself. Tell me more. What do you mean? I mean, hide. Tago ng tago. Hide. Oh, stress. That's stress. It's mm-hmm. shame. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's embarrassment. It's like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. I don't belong here. It's a whole other level of I don't belong here. Yeah, but I'm working here. But I'm working here. But I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm not accepted. It's a whole level of not being not being accepted so yeah Woo! Wow. and to not have the tools to maybe to be like sometimes yeah that's why they're undocumented not because they don't necessarily want to be nobody wants to be undocumented necessarily mm-hmm. but like they just mm-hmm. but if they could be documented you if know? At least, yeah at least the that's opportunity to be there yeah yeah that's what i'm so. saying how do you say tago? Speaking of hide and seek, the tago seek. Uh, <laughs> tago ng seek. 
Cheese ng burger. Cheese ng burger. Fork ng spoon. Taglish. <laughs> My mom speaks Taglish. She says it too. Oh, you know, Taglish. Anywho. Are you complete? I am, Hello? ma'am. Yes. <clears throat> okay. My vocab word was kababayans. Mm-hmm. Kababayan. Mm-hmm. So, um, on 292, she references... Uh, I actually did not know that there is a babaylan in me. But then the people I was helping started saying that I was a mother to the Filipino community because of my readiness to help fellow citizens, kababayans, and other nationalities, non-kababayans. So, have you heard this word, this term, as well? I have. My, um, I recently found out, I got a filling, like last month, and my dentist is Pinay. And when she commented on one of my, I think it was one of like a choker. Mm-hmm. Um, I said something about the Philippines. And she was like, oh, kababayan. I was like, wow. I asked her what she knew what babaylan was, and then that sort of stopped. But anyways, it was cool. It was like a kapwa recognition word. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, kababayan and non-kababayan. Very very interesting. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I've I've heard it here and there. Um, I've not had it addressed to me in recognition. Um, <laughs> but I I like I like the term kababayan. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Say kababayan. Kababayan. It's actually the it feels like the opposite of tago ng tago. Yeah. Like That's a bolanka. <clears throat> Kababailan. 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 Citizens of, Babali- of the Babailan. Baba. We've been talking about Babailan, Nick. Kababailan. Bababababa. There's a lot of syllables. I'm just saying. Kababailan. And non Kababailan. Yeah. So, um, nice little words. When you see someone, you call them Kapwa, Kababailan. Kapatid. Kapatid. It's always a Kapatid. Ka. Yeah, ka, because it's that, um, Rec- I think it sounds like a recognition symbol. Yeah, it's that symbol, the ka. Aw, love. Yeah. So, that is my vocabulary word. Okay, we're plugging along. I Look at us being efficient. Complete. I know. It's because we did that 90 minute, ni- 90 second. And we've done this a couple times now. Heart check, yeah. Can you tell? Well, yeah. we are um, we are uh, recognizing we're in an era of two-day shipping and 140-character uh, tweets and 15-second yes. uh, videos. So, <laughs> so here we are. We're listening to, to you, listeners. Su- yes, we're trying to be succinct for you, for for you. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink. So quotes. Yeah. Okay. Um. I really liked, actually it's nice that I, I cut you off because our quotes are like right after each other. Oh yeah, look at that. So, I mean, essentially, chapter 14 <clears throat> was a nice ending interview, exit interview, if you will. Oh yeah, it was like, because it, it was an interview style. Yeah, it, it was. Like it's like scripted, sort of. Mm-hmm. Well, it was literally. But um, one thing I really loved, just kind of bringing in all the chapters <clears throat> of all these people doing phenomenal work in the field, spearheading things, stepping out of their comfort zone, recognizing their voice, their talents, their gifts, 
um, sharing their experiences, being brave enough to write about it, submit it. You know, I, I think that it kind of emphasizes the quote where she brought up, says on page 300, the relationship with all these significant women blossomed and my passion for organizing work has gone far beyond my highest expectations. So I think it's that, like, if, you know, if you choose to read the chapter, just all the, she won a lot of awards. She made it, again, from yeah. Philippines to Italy and, you know, got herself a man, a hot, passionate man, sounds like. Um, so <laughs> just how sis made it, right? And she recognizes she didn't make it. Uh, without network and yes, connection. Yes, And I feel like I've been saying this. I think I said this already. This is my third time today, maybe, that um, today, that we really can't make it without each other. And that's mm-hmm. essentially what Kapwa is. We are intertwined. I am you. You are me. We are one. Um, easier said than done to recognize and really feel into, which I understand. However, this is just, again, a quote that emphasizes, like, you know, she she's giving homage to the connection she had, the people she had. There was a part, you know, actually kind of finished my train of thought here, that she was, like, telling her friends. There was a conversation. They were just saying, like, um, you know, how did you do all this? And I wrote Village Power yeah. next to it. It's on 299. It says, sometimes they would tell me they feel jealous and I have performed more important work giving and caring for others. And so I tell them, stay by me and infuse me with more energy and new learning so that I can give more to others. Um, yeah. Interesting wording. Uh, as an energy worker, I have some thoughts. But I do recognize how she's kind of implying that, you know, we feed off each other mm-hmm. um, in a sustainable way, benevolent, consensual way, and how that can amplify, again, sustainable, mm-hmm. impactful change. Just like... Sis, we collaborated. Yeah, this is episode what? 19? I don't know, but it's it's up there. Um, so what are your thoughts, if I may ask? But you said as an energy worker, you have some thoughts um, <clears throat> about the what she had her quote about. You know, stay with me and give me energy. Give me energy. I, I don't. I don't really subscribe to the word give me energy, mm. give me your energy. Mm. I think sharing and that synergy, I think synergy is the word. I, for me, synergy feels more like consented. consented. Mm. Like, and so that's why I, will, I know your quote's going to flow into it. It um, is. Is it? <laughs> kind of. It is. We, we planned that. Wow. Very, it, it was very. See the synchronicity, like <laughs> seven rounds of rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> That was crazy though. That seven I rounds know, of rock paper scissors. <laughs> That's some bruja shit. Be like, get out of my head. Stop taking my energy. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, essentially, it's just, it's just like, um, I speak this as a generator. You know, you you really need community to do. Um, we have to be like like that meme, like Care Bears. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Care Bear meme. We have to combine our powers all together for us to make it. powers combine. Yeah. I mean, the true. It's very true. I mean, people of melanin, indigenous descent, like, we have, I wouldn't say an uphill battle. There's a saying, I'd rather die on this hill. 
all that resonates with y'all but I do feel for me the time that we're in is very much like you know it took 500 years to colonize or capture yeah. Filipinos yeah. Filipinx <clears throat> it's gonna take a considerable amount of time <laughs> to uh, continue the conversation and keep it alive about mm -hmm. what is the violin mm -hmm. what is what does it mean for you to be Filipino American mm -hmm. and how are you kind of um, <clears throat> what is that called uh, preserving the culture um, you know recognizing that we're gonna assimilate and we're gonna bring in our own traditions and upbringings and different perspectives but at the end of the day you're always gonna be kapwa so yeah kababayan kababayan kapwa tib and I'm very happy to be connected with, you know, sister friends and I recognize how without their support, you know, consensual, which we're all learning about. We have this thing about capacity, like do you have capacity? Um, making sure to check in, see what people you talk to or confide in if mm -hmm. they have capacity. Um, or developing ways to communicate where you can show up for each other with capacity. Because it just never serves anybody to pour from an empty cup. Yeah. But... Um, in, in it, I say this on all hindsight that, you know, community is everything, connections are everything, network is everything, and so let's just keep uh, doing this together, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and in our own unique ways. Yes. Too. So, what do you think? Yeah, um, I was gonna say if you feel complete, I'll flow, oh, okay. flow into the other part. Yeah, my quote. Okay, so my quote <clears throat> was from 301, and she is talking about, um, she kind of summarizes, it feels like she's summarizing what her life was like helping the Kababayans and the non-Kababayans, um, and her kind of like heart perspective on it. So she says, I've transformed my weekends and holidays for and with migrants because we could only meet on days off when they didn't have work. <clears throat> I felt kind of guilty for abandoning housework many times and leaving house management in the hands of my husband while I'm away for meetings and conferences on behalf of migration and development. I've totally transformed my house into my working place. Friends who have come to visit and stayed with me raised the concerns about endless telephone calls received and made and the cost of all the things that I do, the economic and mental stress involved. So I often email and talk to my friends to thank them for being with me. When I reflect upon my life, I think about being available for others and the sacrifices I have made. There is joy in overcoming obstacles of finding even a, a partial, if not the whole solution to a problem. It's the Babylon's gift. I may be a gift and many women and men are gifts. I do recognize that I am not only for myself, but I am for others. That idea of kapwa. I feel that being a Cavalier de la Republica, which is the Knight of the Republic, um, which is an, a philanthrop philanthropic um, order that she was a part of, <clears throat> is a lifetime commitment. Excuse me. And there's no denying that to be able to continue to doing things that I do, I must also take care of my own self and protect my feelings now because these will reflect on the quality of my life and what I could do more so um as someone who also recognizes energy work um and as someone who 
uh, uh, runs a household as well. I have lots of thoughts. And someone who is also <laughs> likes yeah. sacrificed a lot for on behalf of the community to the detriment of myself, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, it just speaks about the capacity thing, right? And just yeah. recognizing what capacity you have for yourself and honoring your own capacity and because there's always going to be someone to help I think we talked about this this week like kind of like in um in advocacy work you know it can get tiring because there's always somebody to help there's always a cause and not and that's good I'm that's good to help and it's good to know about the causes but if you're not protecting your own energy, it can drain you so much. Burnout. Burnout. And so I think it's wonderful that she was able to do all of these things, but it sounds like she, you know, she's put in here, I feel guilty for abandoning housework many times and leaving house management in the hands of my husband. First of all, don't feel guilty about that. Okay? I was, I was, I didn't okay. want to interrupt you, but I saw you You go, saw me. I was like, mm. she threw shit to the book. I mean, respect. <laughs> She's like, I'm not guilty. <laughs> and respect. This is a shared experience. But, yeah, like, he lives there, too. That's all I got to say. That's that's all I'm saying is he lives there as well. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about. But, you know, this was Take or toss. A, the, take or toss. And this was written another another time. And I feel like she's from an, an older generation. Right. That would, that my mom would definitely feel guilty about that. Yeah. But, um, I find it interesting that she ties the Babylon spirit to helping other people, which it is, right? But I, I honestly feel like if we're going to think about being Babylonic in this modern day age, we, it really is a conversation to be had about capacity mm. and respecting whoever you're with their capacity to or whoever you're in relationship with whether it be like sisterhood or mm-hmm. like even c- collaboration we're in collaboration with a Kaputid for a project and you know we're all we're we always talk about capacity like if you have capacity to do this and it's and it's very much um a give and take it's just a self-check it's it's really a consensual like way of asking for consent and that's because it's kind of like respecting boundaries, and that's, I think, what people are kind of awakening to about how am I drawing boundaries? Am I drawing boundaries? Mm-hmm. What do my boundaries look like? Who do I let penetrate them? Who do I not? And how do I um, uh, hold that practice mm-hmm. to moving throughout the day, you know? And I think she landed there eventually. She said, I must take care of my own self and protect my feelings now because these will reflect on the quality of my life. Yeah, she's basically like, I did all this stuff. I can retire now or enjoy yeah. my retirement. Yeah. <laughs> if she did retire, I don't know. I don't feel like you ever retire from that sort of work. I'm, well, you know, maybe we reach a burnout point and we're just like, I can't live like this. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like as the uh, Babylonic, Kababailan. <laughs> Kababailan. In 2021. That's a, that's a whole ass term. Kababailan. Uh, I feel like for me, I'll speak for myself, that I would um, 
love to not be burnt out so that I can continue to always do this work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, for me personally, one of the ways, and I would probably say for you too, but I want to speak for you, but like to laugh, like that's why we laugh a lot. Like this, I mean, some of this stuff is heavy in this book. This chapters, right? Chapters is heavy. Like it's not funny. It's um, and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because it's not funny, and it's not funny because it's funny. Yeah. So, um, I just encourage y'all. Like, obviously, you're here for the same reasons because you feel the call to understand Babylonic issues or search for the Babylon within yourself right and what is it and what, what does it look like what does it look like and just to encourage y'all to like if we're going to do this work um yes. to really honor each other's capacity and for you to honor your own capacity so that we can continue to do show this up, work to show up not yeah. be burnt out and give up and mm -hmm. go back to comfortable yeah. complicity or and, being frustrated and being like yeah. you know what it's too much being overwhelmed is too and much. and projecting onto each other. Let's yeah. let's let's start feeling our feelings and owning our mm -hmm. feelings mm -hmm. and recognizing when we need to speak up, stand up for yourself, or when you just need to sit with what is happening. Yeah, so. and also like delegate some stuff. You know. Yeah, it takes a village. That's why I wrote village power. Yeah, yeah it really, it honestly, because <laughs> really that's does. that's what um girly at the girly did. She hired uh at the. Chato. Chato to to work for her. Mm -hmm. So she needed help for whatever activism work she was doing. Mm -hmm. So they did it together. Yeah. Just like I would not be able to pull up this podcast without my sister friend here. I mean, same. I wouldn't do Ooh. it because it would get too much and it would get, it would be not fun. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be as, this. it's, I would drown in the heaviness of it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And we had someone ask us today, like, how do you get through the book? Yeah, and we're like uh, together. Toge together, <laughs> that was the Sick. answer. Yeah, -dum together. Bumps. Yeah, punch. But yeah, thank you all again um, for tuning in. Do you mm -hmm. have other? I'm sorry. Do you feel complete? I do. That was that was just that was my feelings and my note about that particular thing. Um, it's been a pleasure. This is to be continued. Yeah, we're not saying goodbye, but this is like chapter fourteen. So it's oh, we're be we're gonna purr. yeah, purr and study break because Cut. after things, you know, when you accomplish things, you get you celebrate. You're going to celebrate. We don't come at you with a a study break. Who is the celebrant? Us. Oh, you. Tige, kapwa. I know kapwa. So thank you for tuning in, yes. season one. Um, and look forward to many more. Yes. So. And as always, as we end our conversation and close out this container, with gratitude, we again wanted to bring recognition and honor to our ancestors and the ancestors of this land. Thank you for joining our conversation today. And as we end, we leave you with a blessing. May the Babylon spirit guide and connect you to other Kababayans. Even on the tiredest of days when you feel like you can't help anyone, may you recognize that you are a gift. May you know the liberation of empowered community. May Kapwa grow in your heart. And until we meet again, may you know that all is well and will be well and that whatever happens, you 
are loved. My heart was on. <laughs> okay. Kababaylands. Kababaylands.